Hello and welcome to episode 33 of Shared Discovery, the show and podcast dedicated to sharing the many exciting and enjoyable aspects of games and gaming. I'm your host, Victor, and I am once again joined by my lovely co-host, Ron. Lovely. How are you doing today? Oh, that's nice of you, Victor. I am doing well uh, today. Today. How about yourself? I'm doing well also today. today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ron, what are we talking about today? We're talking about 30 games, 30 years. Uh, we both have lived over 30 years of life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and played a lot of games th- these 30 well, most of the 30 years. Not every single one of them, I'd imagine. No, played a lot. Yeah, so we're just going to go along through the 30 years and see every year, year by year, what's the game of the year in our opinion. Yeah, right? absolutely. This is kind of, this is a self-indulgent episode. Very. It was just my birthday. Mm-hmm. just turned three decades, three O's. So I thought it would be fun to look back, see from that when I was born to now, what games are there. So we get a nice, clean title. 30 years, 30 games. 30 years, 30 games. Well, Ron, what have you been playing recently? What games have you been playing? Oh, I literally just talked about this, and then I lost it again. Oh, Pathologic. I've been yes. playing Pathologic, yes. an old, super janky Russian game made with the same engine they made Neverwinter Nights with it. When did Neverwinter Nights come out? That was like 2004, I wow. Okay. And... It's from that same era, and but it's they somehow took a third-person engine and made it first-person and like an action RPG. Interesting. Instead of huh. yeah, and we were talking about this a few weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, in, epi- in our gamer rage episode, and I still need to check that out. Yes, it's it's most certainly a game of all time. A game. Well done. We'll see if it made your list today. <laughs> no. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> oh, was oh, that no. really? Oh, not that big surprise. Um, it's also not a big surprise that I've still been playing Baldur's Gate. Had a pretty cool revelation about just like not needing to take breaks of as many long rests in the game by just switching out our companions more. Cycling through them, using their spell slots, and then kicking them to the curb. <laughs> so we're, we're testing that out, and pretty successful so far. It's pretty working. As long as you don't have commitments to your characters. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who cares about emotions? Cares? We have things they'll, to do. They'll be back. They'll be back. <laughs> we're just going to dump the other spell slots first. <laughs> anyway, go on. Uh, so to say. we won't uh, we won't vamp at the top of the hour too long because we got thirty years to get through here. But make sure well, I always say this: make sure to email us if you have any questions, comments, concerns. That's the best way to get to us directly. Sure. That shared discovery show at gmail.com. You can check us out on Instagram. Leave some comments there. See the sat. See the games we're playing. We're always posting silly things there, and then. Uh, Make sure you leave leave some comments in the video. You tell us your favorite games. If you think we're wrong, you know this is an episode of opinion, so you're obviously wrong, not me. Yeah. But let Get us it right. let us know if you if you're just like, how did you miss that year? How did you miss that game that year, dude? Oh, it's gonna be. There's some we missed. There's so many games. <laughs> this is gonna let be us painful. know. <laughs> so now with that housekeeping out of the way, I got a question for you. Ron. Okay, hit me with it, Victor. Which year was the hardest for you to choose a favorite? So I did. I marked this one before I even knew this question was coming up <laughs> because I was so like 
You want to wait for it? Then? This is unfair. And, and no. you'll tell me when we get to that question. I think that year. I have two years. You have two years. That okay. kind of tie it up right. for me, and it's two thousand four and two thousand and seven. Okay. Those are like my top Those years are good in gaming. Years. And 2011 is like really close Ooh. behind. Those are good years. I'm excited to hear why. Mm-hmm. The years that were hard for me was 2009. Had a lot of games that I actually finished that year. And then 2013, I didn't play many new games that year. Oh, that's wild. Because 2009 is like I didn't play anything. I'm really excited to see how we are very different (laughs) on this episode. But I actually defined three criteria for how I picked my favorites. And so one of them being, obviously, if I played the game. Number two being, if it was memorable, iconic, or important to my gaming history. Mm -hmm. And number three is whether or not I will return to the game. Oh. If I have the desire to play the game again. Because I have games on here I'll never play again, mm-hmm. but they're totally like top tier, and top really, 10 games. I chose this criteria because it really helped me break ties. Because I said, okay, which one of these am I most likely to go back to? Mm-hmm. So with that out of the way. There's some games I never want. Anyway. <laughs> and you can still love it. And I think that's what's great about these lists. We've been talking here at the studio about how we all just are defining and picking our games differently. Mm-hmm. So I think that's totally fun and exciting about this. But it I'm going to dive in self-indulgently with 1993. And this is super easy. We've done episodes on it. And I guess another thing we need to define here is that it's not just video games. Which I got wrong. You did get wrong. Yes. Okay. Uh, I... So yours is video game list. Mine's video game list. I did all games. All games. I just did games in general. So that will be a little nuance between our lists. Yeah. And that might change your list if we if you went back over time. Just know that might change. Though I did way. notice when I perused your list, I wasn't cheating. Wow. I swear. That there's only a couple. There's on only there. a couple. So it's largely video games for me. But there's some years where it was just board games or a physical game and that is 1993 for me magic the gathering mm. i didn't even look at what mm. games came out this year <laughs> really it's not much i mean like a lot of stuff that is at the very edge of my perception but sure. i went with mist mist I haven't heard of this game. What is it? What? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. This is um, a puzzle adventure game. Okay. That I swear, I just, everybody I knew and their uncle had this on their PC for some reason or just laying around. Yeah. It was just everywhere. And it, it's first person. You just wander around the island of mist solving puzzles and riddles and huh. rebuilding these books that lead yeah. to different planes of existence and worlds that you go and puzzle at. That sounds really cool for 93. Yeah, it could be anything from like a little music piano puzzle to like adjusting mirrors and like levers and there will be puzzles that weave in and out through the whole game that you're constantly coming back to and addressing. That is super cool. Mm -hmm. uh, There's a lot I'm I'm sure I'm going to have to check out on your list. but Same for yours. We're going to keep it moving here. Mm -hmm. So tell me your favorite game for 1994. System Shock. System Shock. I've heard of this. These were the people that made Bioshock, right? It's not... I don't know if it's the exact the it's same not the, people, uh, but it's like a spiritual... Spiritual... Like, legacy, right? Okay, yeah. Is There's this sort of, like... I don't know if it's a genre or people just 
have ascribed it to be one is like uh, simul like what was it called? It was like uh, it's a type of simulation where they try to approach real world, but it's still like really super gamey. Okay. And in System Shock, it's like yeah, you gotta learn computers and hacking and lock picking. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those first games where you have like the skills that you slowly grind up every time I you see. use the pistol. Like yeah. it adds points until you level up okay. and get good at the pistol. I right? see. Yeah. And you're trapped on a spaceship, being harassed by a crazy AI, and you've got to like find your way. Interesting. Out. The reason I say that is because I was mm. listening to a podcast from a Bioshock developer who yep. said he worked on the first two System Shocks. So I can believe it. Yeah. Sweet. My first, my favorite game from '94. Mm -hmm. uh, the first video game I ever played came out this year was the Power Rangers game mm. for Super Nintendo. But I think I the game that I liked the most just for how iconic and silly and it was was earthworm jim i never played it it was so goofy mm -hmm. the humor was hilarious the platforming was challenging i had a great time with it so 1995 yeah. this was a hard year for me i actually went with donkey kong country 2 diddy kong's quest and this is actually back to my criteria i played this one a lot that was Nintendo, right? That Nintendo was console? Or yes. Which one, 64 or the Nintendo? I think it was the Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. It was on the way. I think we were on the way to the 64 in 95. Okay. Because yeah. mm -hmm. I never played a Nintendo console until I was an adult. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Like GameCube, yeah, middle school, high school. But uh, like a Nintendo, Super sure. Nintendo, never touched it. Okay. And so my 95 is a PC game, sure. Star Wars Dark Forces. Solid. I, have you heard of it or played I it? I heard of it, but you say it's a Star Wars game. Yeah. I'm in. I mean, uh, it was LucasArts, Lucas, uh, and it's a first-person shooter. It takes place between some of the movies or whatever. Man, you played some cool games, and we're going to see that in our lists, right? <laughs> what consoles, what games we had access to. Yeah. I didn't have access to computer games until... 2004 right right so that's that's really cool to see this what mm -hmm. is your 1996 pick this one this year was another empty year for me where i just couldn't find anything so i just went with what i thought in my experience my gaming experience was most influential and it was red alert mm, okay it's not a very good game in my opinion i'm not good at it i don't like the way it controls it's old and it mm -hmm. feels old yeah but man it started some good stuff i was gonna say that feels like kicked off your interest in that genre for you it, it really did because then i would go on to play the rest of the red alerts and really enjoy those and rtes's real-time strategies yeah. but um yeah it was just like a landmark it was one of the real first i feel like first rts is out there that was trying to do something sure yeah i also had a landmark game for my gaming career okay pokemon red Ooh. <laughs> so i didn't play it in 96 Ooh, of course but i played red so 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 much and i was gonna put crash bandicoot because i played that a lot mm. and that crash bandicoot was like it defined the era of the PlayStation. Yes. The miles ahead, it defined the 3D era. Yes. It pushed that era forward. And so from that iconic standpoint, it's 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 huge. But Pokemon Red 
set up the Pokemon fan that I am today. Mm-hmm. So I, ha- I had to pick it. <laughs> and I'm not one for Pokemon, and I'm not one for platformers. I recognize like the potency of those two. Mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot's awesome. Mm-hmm. Right? They've just recently really released it and stuff. So that's sweet. But I went with this is '97, right? That was '96. So that tell me about your '96. Okay, my bad, <laughs> my bad. I'm kind of rushing right now. But no problem. We we got so many to get through. Bandicoot's so good. But okay, yeah, '97 was the year of GoldenEye, James Goldeneye. Bond. So There we go. 64 is out. I played so much GoldenEye. Oh, wait, that was for 64? Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord. Okay, so I did touch one. You that, did, yeah. yeah. I just don't remember. <laughs> I'm like, this game's so good, <laughs> I don't so remember. Good. Who knows what consoles are on? Oh, man, odd <laughs> job. and just Yeah, first multiplayer video that gaming was, experience. Yeah. Peak. That revolutionized like the multiplayer LAN shooter experience. For real though. It was incredible. I, I did think of GoldenEye. Mm-hmm. The game that I had to go with after a Vampires episode was Camp Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Is that the that's not the original. It's not the original that's the Castlevania. Game Boy one, right? This is the one for the PlayStation, I believe. Mm-hmm. And a lot of games were making the jump to 3D. Mm-hmm. And people at the time panned this game of why are you using these pixel graphics still? What are you doing? Right. But this is one of the games that holds up the best. It's one. Of, it's the game that defines the Metroidvania genre. Whoa. It is a pillar game of the industry. With Metroid in 1994, of course, Metroidvania... And the music holds up, the gameplay holds up, and it defines this genre. I haven't played it, but it's one I will absolutely return to and play, and it's super iconic. I gotta check that one out. All right, Ron, tell us about 1998. 1998 was a killer year in gaming. This was one I feel like I struggled with a little bit, but really it came down to what was the big boy that year and the big boy that year for me was starcraft starcraft came out in 98 starcraft dude blizzard on the rise in these years and i didn't play it the year it came out right i didn't get it anywhere near the year it came out but man coming off of like playing all these other rts's and then you play starcraft and it's so tight and it's so like competitive and just Oh man, it really kind of flipped that switch in my head. Sure. Of like I'm into strategy games. This is my genre. Now. Yeah. You were testing out the red alert. Right. Like, okay, I think I'm liking this. Yeah. Starcraft locked it in. Yeah, and it had the lore and everything too. Mm-hmm. It came with this thick lore book that yeah. was just like I could study this. The art in here is incredible. The shoulder pads <laughs> are out to here. Like <laughs> that's a Blizzard thing. <laughs> All right, so the next few years are gonna annoy you fans out there, but. Yeah, we got the Pokemon years. So oh, 1998 years. Yeah. I, is when Yellow Version came out, and this was actually the first Pokemon game I played. Okay. My cousin gave me this game, but then later, Red Version was bought for me. So I played both of those so much. So it's wrong for me to not say, <laughs> say that when it's so integral to the way I enjoy games now. Yeah, I always thought Yellow was the first, so I'm learning. Yeah, Red and Green Version came out only in Japan, in 1996 and then they were re-released as red and blue version in america mm-hmm. 97 and then yellow version came out as the remaster 98 mm, very nice so, 
Okay, so that's 98. Let's move on to 1999, almost to the new millennium. What is your 1999? Um, this one was interesting. It was, oh, I got these mixed up on my notes here. Uh -oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, while you're thinking, I'm no. just going to blow through oh. these years yeah, just because it's it. easy. 1999, Pokemon Gold version, and 2000 was Pokemon Crystal. These were my Pokemon years. I really didn't even touch other games those years. And so it's it's hard for me to even say that. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to say different games for diversity, but it's not true. <laughs> so I just want to knock those years out. So... 99, 2000, what you got? Okay, so, uh, 1999, I wanted to put Super Smash Brothers. Sure. Oh, I, I considered it. I never played the 64 Smash Brothers, though. Uh, I played a bit of it, but you're right. It's like, okay, that's not foundational enough. So I actually changed my answer to uh, a PC game called Planescape Torment. Ooh. And it's... It's an RPG. It's uh, like a top-down, isometric type of thing, sure. and uh, it's very philosophical. It's very well written, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of words in it. It's like a million words total. Wow. It's like a, it's you're playing a book. That's like a Larian game. Yeah, it's wow. kind of like Baldur's Gate. The original <laughs> Baldur's Gates one and two are on the same engine as Planescape Torment. The Infinity Engine? I was reading about it today. That's, that's sweet. Series. That's super cool. Yeah. Nice. And uh, it's it's incredible. I frequently revisit it just because it's so good. It's so well written. I don't think there's a game since that's as well written. Mm. Wow. And then, huh. yeah. And that's, holy cow. High praise. It's a very high praise. It's, I think it's one of the greatest games of all time. And then from a 2000 slot, is the greatest game of all time. This is joke. Ha 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 ha. It's Deus Ex. Because what else is it going to be for 2000? And I play computer games. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and I think everyone knows what Deus Ex is. I will say, for 2000, mm -hmm. I did consider Diablo 2. Diablo 2 came out 2000? Yeah, it did. I did consider that, but I didn't play that until years later. And I didn't play it for very long. So. I played a lot of Diablo 2. So 2000 was kind of a tough year now that okay. I think about it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like Deus Ex though. Like, I mean, be a cyborg, fight globalists. Like, what can be cooler than That's that? That's so right? cool. Computer games were sick. Why did I never get access to them? But they're for adults. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. I don't All right, know. 2001. Now we brought up Smash Bros. This was my Smash Bros. years. Uh, mm -hmm. Year Smash Bros. Melee came out. Mm -hmm. This is iconic played it so much it made me like fighting games and like i don't like fighting games until smash bros came out yeah because it's, it's like a, a casual fighting it's game. casual and it has so much flavor behind it it was awesome i did consider runescape <laughs> because i played it a lot <laughs> but back to no point three i'm more likely to return to smash bros than runescape yes yeah how about you what's 2001 halo Dude, halo <sighs> That's tough. That's that is tough. Yo, just I'm thinking oh, of all man. the good memories, you know. Ooh. Super Smash Brothers or Halo? I'm gonna go 
Halo because yep. I played it with my boys. Yep. My boys <laughs> more than I played Smash Bros. with. I like played with family a lot. Yeah, and I think good, but Halo will make an appearance on my list, but the first one wasn't it for me. Dude, Halo Two that year, oh, 2004. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. Okay, 2002. 2002. I'm you want to go first? I'm just gonna hold this up. Oh, are you gonna answer the same answer as me? Is this, is this the first same year? Is this us being wait, 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 super wait. pretentious together? Is wait, this wait, what's wait, happening wait, right wait, now? Wait. So this is the map of the Elder Scrolls world. Yes. And there's a game that came out. It's named after this region. It's Morrowind? Morrowind. Is it Morrowind? Yes. Is, did we have the same one? We have the same answer. Yo, let's go. <laughs> and I even put in my notes it's here. fantastic. That I went with the most pretentious answer I could come up with. I didn't think it was pretentious, but I'm excited <laughs> to see why. I I went with Morrowind because this is the game that expanded my horizons to understand that open world games are even a thing. Right? Like what a game could be. Yeah. And a lot of this <laughs> game is just kind of like not what you would expect from an open world no. action adventure like there's not as much fighting and mm -hmm. there's not there's a lot of talking yeah. and walking around and just checking out stuff riding silt striders it introduced me to the concept of using your skills to level them up mm. that was cool it introduced the concept to me I see that place I can go there yeah what that's one of the coolest things about Morrowind mind boggling flying doesn't break the game no. like in later uh, Elder Scrolls yeah. Where you can fly out of bounds and stuff. Morrowind was like, it's all just, you can go where you want. Yeah. Have fun. It's fantastic. So this one is a, icon this hits number two. This hits the iconic, memorable, important. But the me. reason why I said it was the most pretentious answer is because this year you get like Kingdom Hearts, Metroid Prime, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Like I'm doing research on the shows. We're going the Age of Mythology, Sly Cooper. like. What? The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Like, it's a good year. All of these just peak wow. peak games, and we go with Morrowind. It's like... It's just, you, you know, know where I, I picked my three <laughs> criteria. I haven't played any of those. I guess I played Vice City. That was super fun. Right. Uh, but I played this one the most. It's the most important to me, and I probably would return to it. So... I guess we're pretentious. Pretentious. Okay. A little bougie. Let's Two thousand and three. I, I had an honorable mention for Warcraft three. This was because mm -hmm. this was the first RTS I played, and I said that made me go, oh, maybe I could actually play this genre. It, as far as RTSs go, Warcraft three is really good, and it also has a lot of like story and mm -hmm. character elements in it that like no other RTS has. Absolutely. It's unique in how that campaign exactly is. and for me it's well because I never liked those it was yeah. too much for my Pokemon brain to handle but that game packaged it so cleanly it did so, well. so that was honorable mention there but 2003 what mm -hmm. you got mm, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic that's such a good game mm -hmm. <laughs> it's such a good game holy cow yeah Oh my god. I love being good all the way until the end and then I switch evil and kill everyone. Oh my god. <laughs> that game's fantastic and I absolutely want to return to that, but there's no other game that year that I played as much as Gotcha Force. Oh, oh man. <laughs> This is the game I return to every single year and have returned to every single year since I got was gifted the game in 2007. Yeah. I keep digging into it to learn new mechanics. Mm. I keep 
keep replaying it, keep hunting in it, keep. It's that's there's no other game. That's a good choice. I like your choice. <laughs> I mean, that's the mother of all gotcha games right there. It, right? Like, it has it in the name. Yeah. <laughs> it literally is the foundation. Man. All right. 2004 is probably a pretty good year, too. What, what do you got? Dude, I put, like, a bunch of stars and asterisks, and, like, <laughs> this whole year is, like, why did why is it I can only choose one? <laughs> This is where that pressure started yes, being felt. Yes, yes, Because this is the year of Halo 2. Honorable mention Halo that 2. That was an honorable How mention. How is that an me? honorable mention? Someone slapped me. <laughs> How is Halo, Halo 2, 2 though. an honorable mention? You can dual-wield SMGs. Dude, that was the game that showed you how to do sequels. Mm -hmm. It did. It slam-dunked a sequel so Come hard on. that it's like almost better than the first. But I picked... Metal Gear Solid, Ooh. Snake Eater, just a mm, chef's kiss of a game. Just, I've never played a Metal Gear Solid game. They are unique. They're how do you crazy. Think, how do you uh, think I would enjoy them? Do you like cutscenes? I do actually. Do you like character-driven, like stealth assassins, like government plot intrigue, mercenaries fighting for like? World security mm -hmm. and like nukes and rogue nations and stuff. That's that's all sounds fantastic. Giant robots. Yes. Then yeah, you might like this. I might need to try Metal Gear Solid. They're <laughs> sweet. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Oh yeah. That sounds super cool. I've always seen like the videos of like the spectacle cutscenes. Yeah. These games look sweet. Good. I like that choice. They mix the spectacle with just being a dude hiding in the bush yeah. with a knife, like weirdly well, like weirdly well. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm a, I might have to give that a check. Mm -hmm. 2004 was easy for me. World of Warcraft. I even brought, brought in the big board game that would not fit in my bag. See, this is why I was complaining about 04. Is it's like, how do you... What, does, what compares to World of Warcraft? It's, this is a pillar game now. Yep. This is the pillar of MMOs. Like, I don't... This... What more is there Definitively, no. since I played it the first time in 2005, I without exaggeration, have gone back to it every single year since. Yeah, like that's what's more foundational than that. Right. Yeah. And so Morrowind said you can like open world games. WoW said now that's all you like. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, this is your game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. Yeah. Okay, and I've played it in a lot of different forms, but I always go back to it. So this hits all three criteria mm -hmm. perfectly for me. 2005 was also very good. It was. It was a criminal year. It was like, I, it wasn't so bad, I guess. I went with Resident Evil 4. Um, I had a different answer for this one, but I can't remember. Ooh, Resident Evil 4 is a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. It's a lot of fun. I always found it really stressful, but other folks were like, nah, it's super easy. But hey, I thought it was a great, scary I'm action I'm surprised game. you didn't put that game that's behind you there. Oh, that's what it was. That was my answer. Yeah, I changed my answer. It's Battlefront 2. Star Wars Battlefront I like 2. Star Wars, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Me either. Mm -hmm. There's the pretentious. There's the pretentious coming out. <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront 2, the original one. Yes, yes. I've, we've played that so much. As I'm we hipster. had just hangouts mm -hmm. to play that game as a group constantly. So that was my honorable mention for the year. I still get drunk and play that game sometimes. Absolutely. Uh, honorable mention I had was the Ultimate Spider-Man game for the GameCube. Have that right here. Dude. This game was sick because you would unlock a mode where you could take Venom 
you could play as Venom, and it was a mini. It was like a Grand Theft Auto mini game where you would cause as much chaos and try to get a high score. Yeah. And then uh, Shield would show up with like gunships and gun. You'd, it was sick. And you would eat people to heal. It was just brutal for a GameCube game, even. Oh, right. <laughs> and about Spider Man, uh, anytime Venom gets included, it's usually like, okay, this bro. But this is dope. This that is sounds dope. awesome. Yes. But my actual game, I had to think back to the three criteria, mm. and I did put the WoW board game. It's not a great game, but it's a game I've returned to every year since I got it three years ago, and I like it because it feels like I'm playing WoW. And I like WoW so much that this is the first physical game that I chose. All right, Ron. 2006. Whoa. What do you got here? Um, this was the year of couch co-op for me. Really? Gears okay. of War, baby. This That's is, a good choice. Yeah, this is when I found out that my spirit is a sniper rifle. <laughs> my spirit. Yep. My spirit animal. Yep. <laughs> my spirit is a sniper rifle. I love that. <laughs> what about you? Hilarious. This was a hard year for me. I think this was one of the hardest years. Um, but I actually ended up going with Elder Scrolls Four: Oblivion. And this was because I didn't play it until last year, actually. It was the first time I played it. Yeah. And it's one of the games, this hits the one that I need to return to and play. Because yeah. I played it for about 10 hours and barely scratched the surface. I love the janky, overly complex leveling system. Yes. I just spent so much time digging into that. And me as a min-maxer, I thought it was so cool. Because I played Skyrim a lot before that. And then I went back and was like, they dumbed down so many things. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. And it... It really is. It took Morrowind. It felt like it improved on it in a lot of ways. So I, this is a recent pick from my playing, but I think I think it's really iconic. All right. Yeah, that's awesome. Oblivion has been one that I've gone back and forth on liking, because mm. I'm like, yeah, it's fun and cool and everything. But I'm a little more casual with my leveling systems, sure. maybe. Yeah. And I didn't mesh with it. And you can you can mess your leveling up really bad. Oh, I did in that game. Yeah, <laughs> you can get outscaled. Like town guards, their yeah. health alone outscales you yeah. faster than like you can get damage and stuff like sure. that. So like if you are trying to be like a thief, it's like you can't really fight. The guards sure. and things like that. So there's a lot to be. There's a lot of jank for. in the game. There's a lot of jank, but I, I think, love it. I think it hits the memorable for Dude, me. Being an archer in that game is yeah, it's so fun. Top tier. So I. Memorable. It was a hard year to choose, but I, I landed there. I thought that was a pretty good choice. Uh, 2007's a hard year. <laughs> this oh, might be the hardest year. Oh no! <laughs> I think this is the year where. I hit my stride with computer games. I had access to a computer that I could use, yeah. and that just broadened everything. Yeah. But this is the year that started Bioshock, Assassin's Creed, Portal, Team Fortress 2, Super Mario Galaxy, Crisis. Dude. Dude. This is a year that, like, this is a year that is given to the in- industry mm-hmm. so much. That Assassin's Creed has turned into a Call of Duty-style yearly release. It's like when the original Assassin's Creed was one of my favorite games, like, ever. It's like, Bioshock's one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. Like I, And you want me to pick one of these? Portal exploded my little brain back then when I got the orange box. Yeah, I didn't... Like, 
I was learning and liking it. What? What kind of magic is that? Do you know, I played TF2 so much with the crew. Mm -hmm. I put Crisis here because I don't even know if it's a good game, but this was the game yeah, that that defined next gen. If you didn't have a computer that could handle it, you were a normal. Yeah, you remember the the advertising campaign yes. that it would like melt computers. Yes. And we had one friend who had a computer that could handle it well and he was like, "You normies, <laughs> I can play Crisis." At least he let us play it. At least he let us try it. Just don't. So, okay, Ron, out of that mm. amazing list, what do you got? Or maybe it's not even in that list. Oh, 07? Mhm. Mm I'm going portal. Portal. Portal, baby. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. I went with Bioshock. Yeah. Yep. I should have gone Bioshock. I played it recently, and I, I put, it was one of those things where you don't get it until you play it, mm -hmm. and I was like, I get it. Yep. This is iconic. Yeah. A man chooses, a slave obeys. This is a treasure right here. Holy cow. It really, like, I didn't play it back then, but I could see how this would help people at the time realize that gaming can just be an art. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. awesome. Let's awesome. think. Well, we can. Yeah, yeah. We, another time. Another, another time. time. Let's keep we'll, going. We'll do a Bioshock episode. Let's keep going. Okay, 2008. What do you got, Ron? This one was easy for me. This one was easy. Yeah. Uh, Bioshock Game of the Year edition. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we did another one. Yeah. Okay, yep. we got a couple overlaps here. Okay, for me, I really good games: Fallout Three, Dead Space, Left for Dead. But I went with Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. Yeah. That was a game I played back and forth. Mm -hmm. This was the Jedi power fantasy that yeah. I've always been wanting. Right. Episode three was my favorite movie. I watched it so many times. I was like, "There I am. That's me. I'm the Jedi." So, and yeah, just you get to do all the cool things in, in that game. Mm -hmm. But oh yeah, I love the Force explosion that literally liquefied bodies. Oh yeah, I can't remember if it's the first or the second, but you like pull a star destroyer <laughs> out of the sky. <laughs> that was sick. Yeah, that was the first one. Mm -hmm. Just you have to button mash to rip a star destroyer out. Oh, Why don't they do that in the movies? So come cool. on, come on. Come on. <laughs> the cutscenes are amazing. Yeah. Okay. 2009 was a hard year for me because this was one of the years I played a wide swath of games. Okay. Because this is one of my down years. Really down mm -hmm. year. Uh, Left 4 Dead 2 came out this year. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I played through Infamous. I played through Prototype. These were the four main games I had this year. Uh, I had to go with Left 4 Dead 2 because this is just iconic to gaming. And it's the one I think I'm most likely to return to. I don't know what I was doing this year, but I remember playing a lot of Left 4 Dead and a lot of Call of Duty, but just like, I never got around Infamous or Prototype. Mm. I feel like that that's a mistake. Those I should are, check those. Those are sweet, sweet games. Right? Because <laughs> my answer is Uncharted 2. Ooh, that's a, I, I like that answer. Yeah, it's my favorite of the Uncharted yeah. games. It's just the like coolest one. I don't know. Those games always have so much suave to them. I need to check them out. Yeah, they're like playing a movie. It's like uh, you like cutscenes. The whole thing is a cutscene, like a playable cutscene. It's beautiful. It's a blast, and it never lets up that like momentum. It just keeps going. And going. I am totally fine with that if they do a one. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. It's like a mystery yeah. on top of like fantasy elements okay. and stuff that like you don't know if it's real or not, and you're solving all these puzzles yeah. and fighting the bad guys. And it's like Indiana Jones. It's like a Indiana Jones the game. Yeah. That's a good. Oh. I've never made that connection. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what it is. It's like 
every single one of them is just another Indiana Jones movie, but you're indie. That's so cool. It's, it is. That's a good comparison. It's so. There's oh, so many games I want to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang it. Mm-hmm. Right? And so little time to Gosh. play. Gosh. And I just keep going back to wow. Why are you like this, wow? <laughs> yeah, okay. Blame the game. Yeah, okay. Two. <laughs> Blizzard, why? <laughs> okay, 2010. Okay, we made it to the. What are they called? The Ops? Yeah. 2010. I think the aughts are the are zeros. The, the 2010s? The, the tens are the teens. Oh, right? okay, the tens and teens. Yeah. Okay. 2010, what do you got, Ron? Civilization Five. Yes, I knew there was going to be some Civ, a Civ game on here. Eventually. I wanted to do four, but four wasn't the one that I put the most time into. It may be like the best in my mind, but it's not the one I've played the most or enjoyed the most. Civ Five gives me the feeling of being like an omnipotent, tyrannical overlord of some country mm-hmm. the most. Yeah. Like I'm running an industrial society. Okay. And you don't get that with the other Civs. Really? Okay. Yeah. Five nailed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like dirty, grungy, like civilization isn't clean. It's made out of steam engines and stuff, right? Like I know nothing about Civ, but it's a board game. Gand- <laughs> but Gandhi getting nuke crazy in certain circumstances. <laughs> it's a board game. That's <laughs> so fun. <laughs> and you know, I think maybe if I went in with that lens of it being a board game, I could probably like it more. Totally. That's a good way to, that's a good way to frame it, reframing yeah. it a little bit. Because it's like there's hexes, there's tiles, there's oh. resources. You yeah. settle cities to get those resources, make armies and fight. It's a board game. Yeah, I, I think I just needed to some reframing. Yeah. Oh, I could like that now. Interesting. Okay, 2010 for me is nothing like Civ. <laughs> <laughs> and he picked uh, three shooters here: uh, Fallout New Vegas, Ooh. Call of Duty Black Ops, which is just junk Ooh. junk food of gaming, but oh, that so campaign fun. It was so fun. It's tasty. I I miss those campaigns. They're mm-hmm. so fun. And then Halo Reach. So out of those three, I went with Halo Reach. I think that's the game that I've had the most co-op fun with, wow. most group fun, because okay. that's the game that we always played at the parties, mm-hmm. at the shindigs, and yeah. the LAN parties the most. And I really enjoyed Forge Mode, where you yes. made your own levels. Because that's what our friend Sam would do. He would make these crazy, silly levels, and just, hey, you guys, hop on in, and eight. Eight to twelve of us would hop in and have chaos. I'd be like, "This one's a freighter. Why? I don't know. So Let's this, have fun." This one was always fun. This mm-hmm. is the one that we still return to from time to time. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, 2011 was cake for me. Easiest year, not easiest. About this, just as easy as 2004. I think you're lying. Okay, yeah, as easy as 2004. You are lying. You're trying to mislead me. No, I'm not lying. It was Terraria. Oh, that's why this year is so difficult. Like, come on. Terraria comes out the same year as, like, why do I not have these written down? I'm doing research on the show. But uh, my favorite game that year was Shogun Total War 2, mm. just because I'm being contrarian. Sure. There's sure. so many good games like Terraria yes. that year. I, I didn't even look. I didn't even look. Because there mean, are some games that I know are so important to my gaming that I, that's not even worth looking. Yeah. Um, so Terraria is... Man, this is my sandbox game. It wasn't Minecraft. 
And it was Terraria for me. And it, it's, again, another game I go back to every single year. And the developers are always just pumping content into it. It's perfect. It's a perfect game. Um, you're right. It's a 5 out of 5 in my book. But Dark Souls came out this year. That's what it was. It was Dark Souls. It's not fair. Wait, the first Dark Souls? Yeah, Dark Souls. Interesting. Freaking wow. Shogun 2, which is one yeah. of the best Total War games ever made. Terraria. Like, Witcher 2, I mean, it's just another madness year where I wrote in all caps, it's not fair, it's, it's not, not fair. fair, why are you torturing me by making me choose just one game? Just one. And so I chose the game that appeals to me the, the most. most. That's just a good way to be do like, it. Mm-hmm. screw it, forget it all, yeah. I'm just going to go with what I like and what I've played the most, what I keep going back to year after year. Yeah. I like taking a big cannon and blowing up a lot of little dudes with swords. So mm-hmm. this is the game for me. Okay. That's good. You got to go with your gut, man. <laughs> yeah. My gut's a cannon. Your gut is a cannon. <laughs> Okay, I love it. 2012, you'll be disappointed with me, but I had to. I had to be honest. As if I wasn't disappointed yeah, already. I had to be honest. You might be most disappointed <laughs> this year. Okay, I'll just say it. Yeah. Diablo three. Right. Like the release version. I mean, not the first week when it didn't work. <laughs> I was going to say, I was, was going to say, I could trip you up. The first day. <laughs> yeah. But this is, the way I picked the game is like, I may have played it years later or over the years, but I just used the date that it initially came out. That's so, kind of what I've been doing yeah. with all these two is like, I played Uncharted 2 in like 2015. Yeah. Like. So I just had to have a consistent criteria for which year they slot into. Mm-hmm. Diablo 3 had ups and downs. And there are good year games that year, like Borderlands 2 and Dishonored. But this game, I played so, so much. And this was just like, turn your brain off, big number generator. I played for so, so much. I don't go to back to it anymore. Mm. And I think I actually would go back to Dishonored before this. But I think it held my attention and was so fun for me as an ARPG that it allows me, it allowed me to branch out and find actually good ones. Mm, like Grim Dawn and stuff you're saying? Spoilers. <laughs> Don't say it's on your... That's a spoiler. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Uh, anyway. Uh, yes, like Grim Dawn. Dishonored is mine. Dishonored. Like, I wanted that to be, but the, like, the gut answer is Diablo. Right. So. And I didn't play much Diablo 3, just a little bit couch co-op. Sure. But Dishonored was... I think that so is one fun. of those revolutionary games. Yeah, it's so fun. Just that, the movement mechanics and everything. It, I played it for the first time last year. Mm-hmm. And again, like Bioshock, I said, I get it. Yeah. I, this and Deus Ex Human Revolution, I played side by side. And I was inspired by my previous playthroughs of like Metal Gear Solid 3, where I did no kill runs. Mm. Pacifist, pacifist runs. Ki- Those are stressful. Yep. And I've been doing pacifist runs in like Metal Gear Solid 5, where yeah. I kill nobody. And uh, those two games as well. Dishonored, I played the whole game without killing it's anyone. It's so easy to accidentally yes. kill someone. Yeah. It's stressful. It's so much oh fun. God. But you can do it. I, like, tr- I was trying on my playthrough. And then I'm like, okay, well, we're going to grab the thing. Yeah. And I'm just going to use whatever this to distract them. And they die. And they, <laughs> or they accidentally shoot each other. I'm like, 
This is so hard. <laughs> it's cool. It's such a cool concept, though, of not touching, killing a single enemy in the game. Yeah, because a lot of the times environmental kills, too, don't count. Oh, really? So, like, okay. if you blow someone up yeah. without using one of your weapons... Oh, that's... I good. didn't do it. That's good to I know. I thought that would be the kill, too. Mm -hmm. That's good to know. Okay. Very cool. Good year. Good year. Yeah. 2013. This was a hard year for me until I looked again and I said, oh, this is pretty easy. What do you think? What do you got? So I, uh, I'm, um, I'm a memer. I like the memes. Mm -hmm. I like the japes, the jokes, the... Okay. Right. And, uh, <laughs> so I went with the memeiest answer I could find. Sure. It's Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I don't know this game, so what makes it a meme? The whole game is, like, made out of memes. Really? Right? Yeah. So, Revengeance isn't a word. That's not a word. It's a portmanteau. It's just a, it's just a video gamey. Revenge word. and Vengeance. Yeah. They did that to be silly. Okay. Because they're like, this. in the first five minutes of this game, you're going to play as a cyborg ninja robot warrior who suplexes a 20-story <laughs> tall super weapon. These are like the memes we used to print out in 2005. Yes. But a game that you play. But a game. That's fantastic. Yeah. You're just mashing the buttons and yeah. he like suplexes this like 20-story tall uh, Metal Gear. Literally, we've had those memes of like the shark in the me mecha suit with the lasers and we, you just print them out and, and tape them to your friend's mm -hmm. notebook when they're not looking. Uh, huh. The game, huh? One of my favorite lines from the game is, uh, we need to make America great again, or nanomachines, son, and it's the president of the United States saying these things to the protagonist while they have ninja sword fights. What the heck? Yeah. So. I love it. Check it out. Okay. You're giving me so many good recommendations. I love this idea so much. <laughs> me okay. too. This is great. I, so I didn't, I didn't know, but uh, Bioshock Infinite came out. Yeah, I haven't played it. I've heard wonderful things about it. Mm -hmm. uh, GTA Five came out. We know how important that is to the industry. Yep. Saints Row Four came out. We know how absurd that game is. <laughs> Saints Row games are in general. Exactly. But I had to go back to what have I even mm. played? Mm -hmm. So I played the original Risk of Rain this year. That's really? when that came out. Oh. Yeah. I was looking again because I just didn't feel confident about my answer, but I played through that game, and I picked this because this is the game that made me realize, okay, maybe I like roguelikes. This, I get it. Another aha moment of when you get that power fantasy, when everything's just dying from you walking around, I get it. And so this is the game that made me start to like this genre, mm -hmm. and I, it's so in, I, important to my gaming history. I... How did I forget it? Right? Mm -hmm. uh, so, 2014. What is your favorite game from that year? Uh, I feel like this is another meme answer, but <laughs> Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Pirate! <laughs> We're sailing the seven seas now, boy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is. That was my honorable mention. My other honorable mention right. was Divinity Original Sin 1. So good. It's so good. Again, this is a pillar game that made me say, oh, I can like these tactical <laughs> isometric games. This is hard. <laughs> this is hard, but so fun, so polished. But I actually went with a physical game. I went with the Adventure Time Munchkin. Oh, okay. And I know that sounds weird when, yeah. you, when you compare that to Divinity, but I've played this game hundreds of times. 
I always go back to it. I'm always finding new mechanics, and it's always like just such a blast to play with the group. So I, I think I've had so, so much fun with this game over Divinity. Mm -hmm. While I love Divinity and I've completed it, I've just the fun factor is what made me pick this game. Yeah, like Divinity is good for a playthrough or two, but are you going to be playing it forever? Right? No, I, I always go back to Adventure Time Munchkin. Always. Always. And it feels better than normal Munchkin? It really does. Like I've tried so many different types of Munchkin, and mm -hmm. this one is feels the most balanced and interactive. Yes. I played the original, I've played like Nightmare Before Christmas, and Zombie, and just Rick and Morty, and this one feels like, especially as an Adventure Time fan, but if I separate that, mm. playing those other ones, you'll have times where people win and you can't do anything about it. Because, but anytime, every single time someone tries to win in the Adventure Time, there's like a stack of 20 cards trying to stop you. <laughs> it's so cool, it's so interactive. You're always wheeling and dealing. You always have to use your words, and I love that in a game. So, 2015, Ron. Uh oh. What are you thinking? Another pacifist run. I'm thinking. Another pacifist run. Yep. Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm I'm thinking I need to try some Metal Gear, yeah. or at least like watch some gameplay. Of it. You're talking about breakthroughs with games and yeah. stuff. As soon as I picked up Metal Gear Solid Five, I was like, what have I been missing yeah. for 20 years of my life? There's, the, there's some games I look at where I'm like, I, I know I will have that feeling. Like, I feel that way for, like, Bayonetta or, like, mm -hmm. what's that one I was talking about last week? Nier Automata? Oh, spoilers. Nier Automata. Uh, oh, is that automata? actually on your list? Yeah, Automata. That's automata. hilarious. Like, those are games that I, like, People like these for a reason. I need to try them. And that's how I'm feeling now. <laughs> no Metal Gear. Here they are. Yeah, Metal but Gear, dude. Oof. I went with The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Yeah. I played it for the first time this year. It's fantastic. Right? It's so good. That combat that is combat so, fluid, so and tight. fluid and tight and crisp. I kind of got stuck on my first mission because I don't know if it was like a time of day thing, but I couldn't find the enemy in the well. Maybe. It is a time of day thing. It's a time of day thing. And yep. I was like, where are you? Yep. And so I think that kind of made me upset. But I, then I went and killed some things and I played Gwent. Mm -hmm. and I, I was so excited. Uh, pro tip for The Witcher 3 for anybody out there. Read the books or at least your bestiary. Okay. Because it'll tell you stuff like okay. that. Okay, yeah. Cause I, I remembered them saying something about it. But I just was like, like noon, noon. I need, when? I need to read. When is I need to listen. It's a noon range? <laughs> noon. What? Okay, so I spoiled myself for 2016, Grim Dawn. I think this was the first Ooh. good ARPG I've played. Yeah, that, that made good. me say Diablo games are only popular because Blizzard's behind them. Mm -hmm. Advertising budgets are this high. This game is mm -hmm. so good. Yeah, it's so good. I always go back to it. I'm always finding new depth. I'm always learning something. They're actually having a new expansion for the first time. I think I'm going to play year. it tonight. Yeah. It is so fantastic. And I love the customization. It's pretty unique for the game. At least what I know of games. Yeah. But you go in, you're blank slate. Level 2, you pick a class. Level 10, you pick another class. So there are 36 combinations of combined classes that you will have. 
they're adding another one in the expansion coming up in the spring. So there's going to be 45 options ah. now. Ooh. So sweet. <laughs> so I'm so hyped. Uh, and I didn't know what I was missing yeah. from actual deep ARPGs. So mm-hmm. What about you? That is going to be Persona 5. The soundtrack lives rent-free in my head. Nice. Like, it's playing right now. I'm just like, I'm vibing, you know. The game looks so chill. It's super chill. It's got, like, psychology terms and stuff in it because you're all about, like, going into people's heads and fixing, like, their problems. It's like Psychonauts, Mm -hmm. but, like, Japanese high school anime and, like, you enslave uh, deities that represent, like, um, archetypes of human existence. Okay. So, like... This is a... a Jung? Carl Jung? Carl Jung, yeah, exactly. Jungian, like, archetypes. So, like, you will control, like, Zeus to, like, battle for you inside the brain of somebody so you can free them from their, like, depression. Does it feel like you're playing an anime when you watch it? Yes. When you watch it, when you play it? That's sweet. And, like, you hang out with friends after school. It's so, like, Saturday morning chill. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's another one where I... It didn't grab me, Mm -hmm. but I respect gamers so i have i'm always thinking there's a reason there's a reason there's a reason mm-hmm. and like i would say a good chunk of that's the soundtrack really like just check out the soundtrack i think sometime. that i might do that i've been listening to anime music recently yeah. just watched the first season of chainsaw man Ooh. really fun really good time yeah. it's just wild and ev- they have a different outro song for every episode. Oh, so it's just no. a soundtrack. Yeah. It's, sweet. it's super sweet. I love it when a show does that. All right, Rowan, we're at the bottom of the hour. <gasps> we have a few years left. I, these last years were really easy for me. I know you said at the pre-show they weren't that easy for you. But um, these ones I blew through. Mostly just because I didn't play sure. many games like new games I've been revisiting a lot of mm-hmm. games yeah. or like games I've put on my backlog okay. so new games aren't really my thing at the moment that's not the priority there's yeah. like we've just talked about there's so many games I want to play mm-hmm. <laughs> oh but 2017 was super easy for me this is the year I did choose a divinity game divinity original sin 2 and I think it improved a lot on the first one's formula Super deep, another game that I finished, which I don't finish many games. I really liked the story. It's awesome. My honorable mention was Battle Right, which is a MOBA yeah. without the laning phase. So you jump in, you're, you're team fighting. So I played that one a lot, but I think Divinity grabbed me more. So How about you? Battle Right was like really good. Um, just I would get into such a sweat after playing that yeah. one. But I went with near autom- automata. Sorry to spoil. Automata. 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 I heard it said on my speedrunning podcast. I think it's automata. Then. Okay, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> this one I really like because um, I am a big philosophy nerd, mm. and this one really scratches the philosophy edge because every single stage of the game is based on a different philosopher's interpretation of reality what? and it's about a post 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 apocalyptic world where do humans even exist anymore you're playing a robot that's fighting robots 
for humanity to save humanity, but you yeah. never see any humans, and then all the robots you're fighting are manifestations of philosophies and ideologies, and you, right. yeah. I think I'm downloading that tonight. Yeah, it's sweet. <laughs> it man. sounds so cool. And it also has, you know, it looks so fast. The combat looks so clean and crisp and. It's, bouncing around it's i've heard it compared to dark souls combat because it has such like good play counterplay sure. blocking like okay. really reactive mechanics so yeah. where like if you're parrying someone like you're like okay yeah i know right where that line okay. is where i'm parrying and not it's sure. on me if i miss the mechanics the game is so tight mm-hmm. if it's you fail it's your fault exactly. i like those really clean right. games. and that's kind of part of the philosophy of the game too is like sort of like did you accept the challenge? Do you accept the challenge? I might have to. Mm-hmm. You sold me. I can deal with challenge if it's packaged in a, such a gri- gripping way. Right. All right, Ron, let's blow through these last five last years. Last five. <gasps> okay. okay. 2018. What do you got? Return of the Obra Den. Investigative game. Uh, you're an insurance agent on a ship trying to figure out why there's no crew members on it. I feel like a lot of this episode is just me asking you of that cool, that cool game. <laughs> I, that had, game? I had my, uh, Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man as my yeah, honorable mention, but I chose Hades. Ooh. Hades is so cool. I'm like, this is the pinnacle of roguelike. Yep. Uh, 2019. Disco Elysium. What kind of cop are you? I've heard that game's cool. Yep, you play a cop and you figure out what kind of cop you'll be. I chose Outward. Mm-hmm. I thought that game was super fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's not for everyone. The mechanics can be pretty punishing, but I really liked the world. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty is gonna be a tie between. Wait, Hades? Did Hades come out in twenty twenty? Hades initially came out in twenty eighteen. I think the, what you're talking about is got a port. That's what it was. Okay, so we'll get rid of that one. But I'll go with Umaragi Generation instead because that one is like i think it's made by indigenous uh folk and it's about sort of being like uh in this post-apocalyptic world that's falling apart but all you can do is take pictures Mm. and you'll get fined if you take pictures of the wrong things so you got to figure out ways to get around the sensors and stuff that's sweet uh for 2020 i put risk of rain too uh, what, huh? It came out in 2020? It did. Yeah. It's not that long ago. I know. It I feels like that's what I said too. I thought it was older. Yeah. Uh, 2021, I went with Inscription. <laughs> horror. <laughs> it, was so, it was so cool. It was a horror deck building game. How about you? I went with the, uh, <laughs> the joke answer of, because I couldn't come up with anything. Uh, Skyrim Anniversary Edition was released this year. <laughs> And I Skyrim picked it up. was released every year. And I played it. I played this version. Get out of here. 2022, what do you think? 2022 is going to be the re-release of Dwarf Fortress. You re-releaser? <laughs> I'm memeing. I'm sorry. I went with Pokemon Legends Arceus. This was, it felt so new for Pokemon games. Just out in the world with the Pokemon. It felt like what I've been wanting to do with Pokemon since the beginning. Mm-hmm. 2023 is super easy for me. Baldur's Gate 3, I talk about it in every single episode. How about you? Baldur's Gate 3 has been a long time coming. I love Larian. I love everything they're doing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. It's better than the first two. Probably haven't played it, but I'm safe in saying that. But my vote for this year is going to be the re-release of Lisa. Re-releases? Yeah, which it's a (laughs) side-scroller. I think it was made by the people who made Undertale. And it's about... 
toxic masculinity. Okay. That's it. Here we go. Done. Uh, we don't have time for our outro question. Honorable mentions from Xander. They have three Doom games on their list. Wow. <laughs> Uh, and so thank you for joining us this was super fun it went by so quick 30 years is so quick so but if you have any questions comments concerns want to send us our list send them to shared discovery show yeah. at gmail.com totally. check us out on instagram for all of the updates and, and fun things to see when we're going to play D next and as we sign off of episode 33 of shared discovery make sure you have fun Play games, be kind to others, and take us away, Ron. Sign us off. Yeah, riches must be divided, but real wealth can be shared. See you next time.